Welcome to the Spirit of Life Ministries. Spirit of Life Ministries aim is to call to the born-again body of believers to manifest the kingdom of God through the teaching and proclamation of the word of God, as well as the greater good for all humanity. Spirit of Life Foundation is based on Ephesians 4th chapter for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come in unity of the faith and knowledge of the Son of God and fullness of Christ, to the edifying of the body of Christ in love. Spirit of Life Ministry's heart is for the restoration of the soul and greater good for all out of love. Please welcome now Sister Beatrice Jackson. Thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. I'm Sister B. I appreciate you tuning in again today. We're going to continue where God has us in regard to representatives. Now, last week we talked about, or over the past couple of weeks, we talked about representatives. And it is important to talk about this because it's important to the heart of God being where we are in this time. Yes, we have an upcoming election, which is important to God as well. And the Lord wants us to make an informed decision. The Lord also wants us to realize what is at stake. Now, while the broadcast cannot deal with everything, we are going to focus on as much as we can up until that time, because the Lord says so. For your review, we talked about Samuel, the prophet Samuel, in 1 Samuel, the 8th chapter, and how Samuel was God's representative to the people of the land during that time, the people of God and people at large, whosoever would uh, want to adhere to the ways of God and the words of God and the commandments of God. We also talked about, in comparison with Samuel, how our current president, at, at the end of the broadcast, I mentioned how our current president is similar to David. He's not a king, yet his behavior is similar to David. And let me just say this before we go any further. Spirit of Life Ministries is not a political platform, yet based on my God-given spiritual and ministry gifts and the mandate that God has placed in my heart and upon my life, it does address the political climate. I just want to make that clear. This is a ministry that, well, addresses whatever God wants to be addressed. Let me just recap what I read from the, uh, from the Bible Manners and Customs last week, just for your hearing, just to bring you into today. It talked about David in regard to what he did may have uh, been a description of a sneer, that people sneered at David and would ask how can he be applied. Many sneer at the description of David being a man after God's own heart and how that can apply how it can be applied to a man that was guilty of adultery and murder. The answer must lie first in the evaluation of Saul's actions, which was the king that that was before David. He had been disobedient in carrying out God's direct commands. In his public policies, he had failed God and later had even sought to kill God's anointed, which was David. Therefore, God had rejected him. And God sought out a man after his own heart to lead his people. 1 Samuel 13, chapter 14, verse David, on the other hand, remained faithful to God in his public pronouncements and actions. He respected the anointed of God, saw and refused to kill him. And it goes on to, to say more about David. But the key point here is that David, even though he had his faults and he was failing and faltering like any human being, which that's what God uses 
because God doesn't go by uh, our perfection. He goes by his grace and he he goes by our heart. He looks on the heart and the potential that he has placed in our heart in order to do what he wants us to do. As I was saying, he remained faithful to God in his public pronouncements and actions. And this is what I was mentioning last week with our current president, President Donald J. Trump. There's a reflection. It's, it's mirrors um, David's actions as far as being faithful to God in his public pronouncements and even how he's allies with Israel, which God uh, made it clear to Abraham, which, are, which Israel is his seed, that I will bless thee. Bless those that bless thee and curse those that curse thee. We also talked about what's going on as far as police and and the law. Uh, And I want to continue with that. One thing that I did not mention is what's at hand. And it's very important to pay attention to what's at hand. Um, Again, it's a, a vote between God and Satan as far as being one nation under God or not. Let me reiterate that. Before I go on to say what I was going to say in regard to anarchy and law, I just want to say that I I had the privilege of catching little snippets of the RNC back in August, and I did not watch the DNC, but I had the privilege of catching just a small segment of the, the Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag. And in that Pledge of Allegiance to the Flag, uh, I noticed that the DNC omitted being one nation under God. I did further research on that, which we need to do, because the Lord says to study to show ourselves approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. We need to study and be wise as serpents, but harmless as doves. We need not be ignorant of what's going on around us. I looked into that a little further, and... What they quoted uh, as far as the Pledge of Allegiance was actually written in August of 1892 by a socialist minister, Francis Bellamy. It goes, I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands. One nation, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Now, I may be misquoting the last of that. You can look it up for yourself. The key here is that they are omitting one nation under God. In 1954, President Eisenhower encouraged Congress to add one nation under God. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. We need that. And yes, I am making a contrast here because this is what the Lord would have you to know. We need to recognize, well, for one thing, we have a current president that has made no bones about, no mistake about, he wants us to be one nation under God. We need God. I want to go on to what it means to be under anarchy or engage in anarchy versus the law of the land. Anarchy is the absence or denial of any authority or established order or disorder. It's a state of lawlessness or political disorder due to the absence of governmental authority. For example, the police, National Guard, or military. It's a state of society without government or law. It's also a lack of obedience to an authority or insubordination. It's also described as confusion or disorder. 
as well as a political and social disorder due to the absence of governmental control. Now, about three weeks back or so, we were hearing uh, about defunding the police. That is not a good idea because what you have, what you will have is what I just described, anarchy. And we've seen that through the news, through the media, examples of that as demonstrators, protesters, and, and riots broke out because of what they say is the Black, Black Lives Matter movement. Well, as far as God is concerned, Black Lives Matter when it's black on black crimes and violence against one another as well. He's no respecter of person. Right is right and wrong is wrong. I'm just putting this in perspective so you realize exactly what's at hand when I talked about those uh, little distractions that pop up through riots and and protests uh, in order to divert from the big picture, which is a a um, a choice between God or Satan. Look at the big picture. I want to also refresh your memory based on uh, the passage in Romans, the 13th chapter, verses 1 through 6, and I'm going to read from the Amplified Bible. Verse 1, Let every person be subject to the govern- governing authorities, for there is no authority except from God, granted by his permission and sanction. And those which exist have been put in place by God. Therefore, whoever resists governmental authority resists the ordinance of God. And those who have resisted it will bring judgment, civil penalty, civil penalty on themselves. For civil authorities are not a source of fear for people of, of good behavior, but for those who do evil. Do you want to be unafraid of authority? Do what is good, and you will receive approval and commendation. For he is God's servant to you for good. But if you do wrong, you should be afraid, for he does not carry the executioner's sword for nothing. He is God's servant, an avenger who brings punishment on the wrongdoer. Therefore, one must be subject to civil authorities, not only to escape the punishment that comes with wrongdoing, but also as a matter of principle, knowing what is right before God. Verse 6, For this same reason you pay taxes for civil authorities are God's servants, devoting themselves to governance. So we see here that... uh, the laws that are put in place are of God. The powers that be are of God, and they are for our protections. Therefore, are good. And those that don't follow the law have the the penalty or the repercussions to deal with. And that goes for everybody, even those that are are the law themselves and don't follow the law. We also see, in contrast, that our current President Trump he has no problem saying that he respects the law and the authorities and has no problem bringing in the National Guard. Defunding them is not part of his plan. I thank you for joining Spirit of Life Ministries. That's all we have time for today. My name is Sister B, and until next time, God bless you. Thank you for listening to Spirit of Life Ministries, an end-time ministry purpose for revival of the heart toward God. Restoration of the soul for the hungry and the lost. Revelation 22:17 says, And the spirit and the bride say, Come. And let those that hear say, Come. And let them that are athirst come. They that will, let them take the water of life freely. If you would like to contact or be a blessing to the ministry, send all correspondence to Spirit of Life Ministries, P.O. Box 210081, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 
414-249-5321. Spirit of Life Ministries can be reached at 414-249-5121. Until next time, thank you and God bless you.